welcome to In the Arena with Now, where we explore what it would look like for every child, parent, and family to have equitable access to critical resources and opportunities they need to lead healthy, thriving lives and have a seat at the table to drive solutions. I'm your host, Rhonda Alexander, Director of Operations for the Networks of Opportunity for Child Wellbeing, an initiative of the Vital Village Network at Boston Medical Center. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to have the chance to connect with the Family Engagement Network, a member of the Now Learning community. Tamara, Pamela, and Heather are based in the Tucson, Arizona area. They've been working on a unique two-generational approach to support thriving children and families. So let's jump into that conversation. Can you all go around and introduce yourself, if you could share your role and how you got involved in this work? Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Heather Friedman, and I work for First Things First, uh, which is the statewide early childhood system in Arizona. And I first became engaged in this work when our workforce development partners had discovered that a lot of their families were struggling to complete a workforce development and training program due to the lack of access to affordable, reliable childcare. With First Things First being the early childhood system in the state, they came to us to really think about how we could work through this problem and partner around creating access for families. Hi, um, I'm Tamara Nicolosi with Pima Community College, the Center for Training and Development, where the college is one of the workforce development partners in this project. I personally came to this work through seeing the need, um, like Heather was describing, that students were attempting to come to the school to better their lives, to work on a workforce development certificate, and they found childcare as a barrier to being able to complete their training. So excited to be a part of this work. And I'm Pam Valencia. I'm actually a workforce development specialist at Pima County, Arizona at work. And I work directly with the families, supporting them, providing case management for them while they're in their workforce training program. And I got started just them telling me to come to a meeting and to represent the counties. Can you tell me what the Family Engagement Network is and what's the goal of your work? So the Family Engagement Network is a collaborative of organizations that are working to support families through a workforce development program in supporting the parents and supporting the children simultaneously. So through that support, our desired outcome is that families have the opportunity to complete a workforce development program and children also have the opportunity to engage in high-quality early learning to help set both the parents and the children up for success later throughout life. In our organization, serving either just parents or serving just children, that we weren't having the impact that we had desired and that in serving just children, we're not seeing the challenges that parents may be facing or in serving just the parents, we're not doing the work to support the children as well. And so a big part of it was that we really need to holistically see the family as a whole unit and to really have an impact in supporting families We had to keep everybody in mind and really thinking about the needs and desires of each of the entities within the family and how we can best support them as a whole unit so that they can be successful as a whole unit. I heard you talking about families and children in Pima County and Tucson. What are some of the challenges they're facing? Can you paint me a picture of what their experience looks like and some of the challenges they face? In Pima County, we actually have a fairly high rate of families with young children living in poverty. 
I think 27% of children zero to five are living in poverty in Pima County. But we have a lot of parents and support for parents to go back to school, to be able to gain employment that's full employment. Another area that we see issues with is partial employment or it's not sustainable employment. And so being able to bring together the two areas of support for families to help move them out of poverty and help empower themselves to really find the skills that they have within themselves that will move them out of that area of poverty. What we've seen at the college is we had a lot of community partners uh, really embracing our students to help them find solutions um, when they had housing insecurity or food insecurity or issues with transportation. And childcare just seemed to be that one area that was more difficult to solve for our community and for our students. This particular project and working with the Family Engagement Network is really important to help bridge that gap for our students. You know, I know you all don't do this work in isolation. Can you tell me about some of the partners who are engaged and who play a central role in supporting children and families in this way? So I think our partnerships have actually been the key to success with the Family Engagement Network. We have kept the partnerships small at this point and our collaboratives small at this point with really just the four agencies all playing a really key role. So at First Things First, we provide the scholarships for access to the high quality childcare providers. Pima Community College, the Center for Training and Development, we have primarily medical programs that we're supporting students through, medical assistant, nursing assistant, practical nurse, phlebotomy, and surgical tech. We assist with the case management piece. So anybody who's seeking training through Pima Community College, we assist them with what we call individual employment plan and looking at their goals and their just an education, but also employment, um, assisting them with any barriers that they may have, such as childcare, for them to be in their program. And we use that to help leverage resources, referrals, things that the client may need in order for them to be successful in their program. And then the United Way plays kind of the glue that holds the whole collaborative together. So there's a lot of administrative work that has to happen behind the scenes for the program to be carried out. And that's really the role that the United Way has played. And we've been able to really leverage these partnerships to increase the success of rolling out the program. So one of those key areas is the development of a single eligibility and application process. So we were able to come together and really look at what were the areas where we had an overlap in our application eligibility process and streamline that in a way that families can go to one organization. So they start at Pima County, Arizona at work and go through the eligibility and screening and application process with them. That makes them eligible for the other aspects of the program. And so there isn't an additional step that they have to go through with First Things First to be able to access that childcare scholarship that is built into the eligibility screening that occurs already with with Pima County, Arizona at work. If the partnerships weren't in place, I don't know that we would have really been able to successfully launch that. Welcome, Lorena. I'm so glad you could join us today. Lorena is a parent who works with the Family Engagement Network, is a part of this program. Lorena, can you introduce yourself and tell me more about your experience in this program? My name is Lorena Robles, and without this program, I wouldn't be able to taking advantage of this opportunity that I'm having. I just, I still sometimes when I can't believe that I'm taking these classes. And I didn't know, I find that Pam, she's been helping me so much. 
and I'm so grateful for her. And I'm glad that I communicate with her because I was I was thinking and not even go to to these classes because I don't have nobody to take care of my son. He's nine months old. And thank you because without this program, I wouldn't be able to be joining these classes. Well, that's wonderful. It sounds like you're enjoying your classes. How is your son enjoying childcare? What was that like? It's not being easy. It's, it's hard, but uh, he's doing better, especially that I work uh, during the day. So he's at, at a daycare from 7.30 to 3. And then from here, we have to go home like for an hour and a half. And then I have to go and drop him at a home center. So that's why I'm thinking it's been so hard for him. What has been the best part? And I know you said some things have been really helpful. So what has been the best part of the program? And also, what are some of the challenges? Best part, I think everything. I think the opportunity, I don't even have the words to. I just I just know that I want to take advantage of this opportunity. And, and I have the support. So I have everything. As I was telling you, uh, thank God I, ha- I have been having the support. I have to be honest with you, it's, it's not being easy, especially, and I don't want to uh, make excuses, but uh, as an adult, learning English is hard. So that's been a, a huge challenge for me. Another challenge that I, I had, it was a take care at night. It was almost impossible to find someone because the majority of them, they are already full. There's, and I, and I uh, realized that there's a huge uh, need during night. The ones that work during night, they are already full. They don't have no space. That's one of the reasons that it's been so hard for me. Lorena, this is one more question for you. If you think about the day you finish this program or the day after, what do you expect to feel once you've completed this program? And I just can't believe it. I just that I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna make it because for me I was thinking that it was impossible. I I know for sure that I'm gonna cry of happiness. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your lunch break with us. One of the things that stood out to me that you all are describing is your opportunity to streamline. I know it's really important. What are some other things that are going well, and what are you proud of as you continue to do the work? So we have quite a few things um, that we're really proud of as a coalition and as a newer coalition working together. The ability for each, each of our groups to really share in the governance and leadership of the coalition, how we've really come together around getting the work done, not on necessarily like meeting every you know second Thursday of the month, but really following along with the 90-day challenge structure that we had been given and flexing our meeting times and working together really around the work and getting that work done. We're also proud of our parents as consultants model. As you were describing, our parents um, come to us and, and really needed that streamlined approach. And that's what we learned from listening to them, of being able to bring parents together and, and have those frank conversations of what's going well, what isn't going well when you try to access services and um, in our organizations and how can, how can we help then I mentioned a little bit before, but we're really we're really proud of what we've done through meeting our 90-day challenges and through that process and how we've been able to plan together and support each other in our organizations and each parent that's come to us through those through that process. What were some of the biggest aha moments that you experienced from engaging parents in this way? 
So I think our biggest aha moments were finding out where some of the additional gaps were. So we developed this program because first things first is uh, by statute, we can really only provide assistance and scholarships for children zero to five. But one of the areas that we obviously have parents that have children beyond zero to five and the affordability and access of after school care and then also care in the evening for those children as well. With a number of these programs that are offered through the college are created so that people that are working can also attend these programs, but then that creates additional challenges of being able to access childcare at nighttime, because that's not a typical hours that childcare is available. And then the other piece that we learned from parents was this desire to have an internal support group. Parenting in general is just a very isolating experience for a number of people. And a lot of what we heard from the parents was an opportunity to create a system for them to be able to connect with other parents that are also attending classes in the career or in the workforce development and education program so that they can help to support each other in areas of when they need childcare, that when the childcare isn't available or when their child is sick. That was one thing that we didn't think about is that when a chi- when your child is sick and you cannot take them to childcare, what's plan B? And then the other piece is just really being able to support one another and build that support system with other people that are experiencing something similar to you. Lovely. So I have a couple more questions. Walk us through some of the challenges, experiences that you all are having as you navigate these challenges. So one of the challenges that we faced that was really a surprise to us, we thought we were going to open up these um, child care opportunities and we would have an abundance of applications and almost be having to turn parents away because we would the number of scholarships we had available. But the opposite happened. Um, when we opened up these child care slots in July, we found that out of the 25 scholarships we had, that only about eight were filled right away. So we've really got together and through the help of the NOW Network and um, through consultation, the consultation process, we shifted the frame of our messaging to really focusing on not just benefits to the parents and the family of the parent going back to school and getting a certification for a better paying job, but the benefits of early care and education for the child. So shifting that lens and our focus when we're talking with parents of, of both benefit to them, benefit to their child, and benefit as a family has really worked. Uh, we currently have 23 parents engaged in a workforce development program utilizing the child care scholarships to provide their child with access to high quality early care and education thanks to that shift. And for myself, working with the parents, really assisting them and navigating them through the early care and education system to meet their needs, especially like Lorena was talking about, you know, having a child care provider that provided assistance at, in the night, in the evening time, it was a challenge. You know, just helping them understand, providing a little bit more information. There's a checklist that we have that will help them select a good provider uh, was helpful, but that was a challenge at the beginning, you know, and, and me just calling, calling around and trying to help them. But one of the things that um, from this, though, it's really um, been not challenging and not um, is that where do you stop helping the clients? Because like right now, I have so many that we placed 
but they are calling me still, you know, and we have somebody who does that, but it's like, and it's a good thing that they're contacting me and they're letting me know their experiences, but maybe they had questions and it's kind of hard to, to, how do you say, cut the cord and say, okay, you need to contact somebody else, but they feel that attachment to that person that, that, you know, made the first initial contact with them. And I guess a challenge would be on that part is when they have so many people, they get confused or they feel uncomfortable with talking to different people to the person that they first reacted with. It it can be a little bit challenging, especially when they know this person's here in person that they can come and talk to. So, but again, those were the challenges that I was facing with the parents is just really helping them navigate and select a good child care provider. And then also providers that were providing uh, child care in the evenings was, was a challenge. Thank you. It says a lot about relationships and how important relationships are. When you meet someone and they're really helpful, you want to keep going back. My next question is, what is the counter story that you want to be able to tell about children and families in Pima County a year from now? So this takes us back to our last learning community where we had the opportunity to develop the news story of what would be happening a year, what we desire to be happening. Really, I think we were thinking five years, but I think that the counter story is that families have the opportunity to engage in a workforce development program to find a career that they feel satisfied in, while their children also have the opportunity to engage in a high quality early learning environment that is going to set them up for success in future school and in future life. And that really our business community then has the workforce that is necessary to build their business and that we bring more business into Pima County so that our residents and our community have more access to high paying jobs where these technical skills really are necessary. And what I would love to hear, my last question is, what are you most excited about as you move forward? When I, when I sat here even today and during this um, interview, listening to Lorena and her and talking and seeing the spark in her eye and the smile on her face about her future and the future of her child and the future that, that Heather just described that can be built through this whole family approach, that's really what I'm most excited about, that we're meeting the needs of the entire family and helping not just our, our employers here in Pima County, but but are each of our families and our student lives and their children. And for me, when I first meet with parents, knowing that they had so many barriers in childcare being one of them, and we were able to assist them with that um, barrier, and then seeing them on graduation day, attending their graduation and, and listening to their little story, whatever they wrote, and who they're thankful for. Just listening to that and seeing their families with smiles on their faces and knowing that they have employment opportunities from somebody who came in with no money at all on public assistance and now they're, you know, they're making a livable wage. You know, that that's a, a great moment. It, it feels good to know that you are a part of that and just assisting them with that tuition assistance or even case management of saying you can do it or 
providing the child care scholarships and that helping them. It, it just, that's the true meaning of community, being there for one another. So that's a great thing for me. And um, for myself, I think it's uh, thinking about the future of the Family Engagement Network and the opportunities that we have to engage other organizations in this work to begin to broaden the scale and to teach them and share the amazing tools that we've received from the learning community to keep moving the work forward and hopefully build upon the opportunities of coalition work in our community, tackling other problems as well. Thank you, Heather, Lorena, Pamela, and Tamara, for taking the time to to share your story and your work with us. I am so inspired by your commitment to create spaces and pathways for, for families to thrive. Your approach specifically around connecting and streamlining the process for parents to take their education and skills to the next level while also providing quality childcare is an example of what it means and what it looks like to create solutions that work for your community. I'm really looking forward to hearing about how your work evolves as you deepen engagement of parents and families in the design of this two-generational approach. Thank you for listening to In the Arena with Now. To learn more about the networks of opportunity for child well-being, please visit the online forum at networksofopportunity.org. Along with webinars, blogs, and links to this podcast, the Now Forum hosts a ton of additional resources through our searchable database. This episode was produced by Rhonda Alexander and Diana Rivera. Edited by Camila Boehner. With music composed by Morgan Breland. In the Arena with Now is sponsored by the Vital Village Network at Boston Medical Center and made possible by funding from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation.